What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Alan Cox, or what Trey usually says, Alan Cox Man. Uh, this is the heart and soul of the Mississippi Boys Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm doing this podcast solo tonight, so we're going to see how it goes. Uh, we're going to preview week three of college football. Uh, it's, it's a fairly good slate of games, but there's three of them that I pretty much want to talk about. Because uh, they have some implications on uh, the playoff towards the end of the season. Um, but the first game we're going to talk about is Alabama at Florida. Um, from a normal fan's point of view, Alabama sh- is going to win this. Um, I-, I can say that pretty comfortably. Because um, one of the main reasons uh, why I say that is that to beat Alabama, you have got to have a quarterback to beat them. Um, but I, it depends on how Florida's defense plays. Maybe they can make a game out of it. Uh, but we shall see. Uh, they haven't played – good defense all season. Uh, So I don't expect them to start now. So I'm going to have to say Alabama in the game, in this game. Uh, I would say 38 to 38, 13. That's what I would say. Uh, Bryce Young, he's been showing out. And I expect him to keep up that trend. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., he's been an okay quarterback. Uh, numbers, it's not as big as usually has in the past few seasons. Uh, but, hey, this game could be a, a breakout game for him for the rest of the season because Alabama's offense is usually predicated around the uh, power run so they can set up for the deep passes on play actions uh, with Jamison Williams and at the wide receiver position. Uh, he's, he has seven receptions, 157 yards with two touchdowns and with the touchdown this past weekend against Mercer. Um, I expect him to get, get another touchdown this game uh, on the Florida uh, Emory Jones, he's been there for Lord knows how long. He's been there for years. And uh, he's 31 for 49 uh, this season with 264 yards, two touchdowns, four inter- interceptions. So he has doubled the interceptions uh, that he does touchdowns already. And the running game, running game, they got a good running game, 11 carries for 275 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, with Copeland leading receiver, uh, he has eight receptions, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Um, now that I've laid it out, 
for y'all, uh, actually, Dylan, my boy Dylan, has finally uh, hopped on the podcast. Uh, Dylan, after I said all this, what's your outlook on the Alabama and Florida game? Oh, it's going to be uh, – it's probably going to be close throughout the first half. That uh, third half ain't going to be no score. Uh-huh. And then uh, probably in the third half, I think Alabama's going to take it away. Um, I think at that point, the defense, I think uh, Alabama's going to be able to figure out the defense on Florida. And at that point, I think the game's going to be uh, Alabama's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just don't see uh, Emory Jones having a good game against Alabama because – one of the biggest uh, ways to beat Alabama is have a good quarterback, especially a mobile quarterback. He's mobile, but he has to have that passing skills too to beat them. Right. But uh, I think uh, Mullen, he's probably trying to get uh, – he's probably trying to, um, you know, get them to play better like that. But, uh, but like, I don't know. I, Florida, he's, he's been a different coach at Florida. Mm-hmm. He, he he has, um, yeah. Bryce Young, he has been, uh, <laughs> he's been showing out this year. Uh, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, almost six hundred yards already in two games. So uh, it's going to be interesting of how he he's going to end up at this this at the end of the season. I I wouldn't be surprised seeing him in New York for the Heisman ceremony. It's possible. And you got – he'll have enough wins by the end of the year, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, you saying Alabama winning against Florida? Yeah, but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think there will be a lot of ball control on both sides at the mm-hmm. very beginning. Uh, probably in that third quarter – there'll still be ball control, and I think it'll actually get a little bit more conservative. But, uh, yeah, at that very last quarter, I think Nick Saban, I think at that point he'll he'll do what he needs to to win that game. Uh, I think at that point he's more – it's, it's one of those things in football. You can't, you can't win a game in the first quarter, but you can – Definitely lose it in the first quarter. I don't think either team is going there to lose in the. Well, no, no, I take that back. Nick Saban will not try to lose a game in the first quarter. Uh, I can't really talk for uh, the coach over there in Florida. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, uh, since we just got done talking about the Alabama Florida game, we're gonna we're gonna transition to the Auburn and Penn State game. All right. Um. Uh, Sean Clifford for Penn State. He he's thirty nine for sixty two with four hundred seventy seven yards with two touchdowns. Okay. Um, Bo Nitz, the legend of Bo Nitz. Uh, he's twenty nine for thirty nine with three hundred eighty three yards and five touchdowns. Right. Uh, but. <laughs> It, this is a game that is kind of hard to say who who who's gonna win. It's a hard game to predict for me because Auburn they're physical on defense and they got a great running game, but 
the first two games they played against was pie crust teams. I wish right. I wish they played like a good game. I'm mean, a good team this past weekend or the opening weekend, so we can get a real good uh, perception of how that of how they uh, how good they really are. Uh, the Penn State's defense is one of the best in the in the uh, Big Ten, if not the nation. Uh, it's who I trust more, Penn State's defense or Auburn's offense. Right now, I would probably have to say Penn State's defense because they have proven uh, the – last weekend that they could hold up against a great running game in uh, Wisconsin. So I'm probably going to go with Penn State 27 to 17. Hmm. Uh, I'm going with Auburn. I'm not, I don't normally just pick uh, SEC teams, but mm-hmm. I think honestly with Auburn and where they're at, I think, I think part of them not playing that difficult teams first two games, I think their guys are going to be in football shape, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be as worn out. I mean, I, I know it's only the third game of the season, but, I mean, you can already tell. Some guys came in, they were just whipped into the fire. They're already tired. They're already getting injured. They're already getting hurt. I think – uh, Auburn having those two easier games for the beginning of their season, I think mm-hmm. it's going to help them tremendously. I think they're going to be well-rested. Mainly with Penn State, I'm more worried about their offense being a little too explosive compared to what we might see here in the SEC. So I think the fact that the Auburn boys are going to be so rested – I think that's going to be at their advantage. And I think as long as the defense is able to hold Penn State down, uh, probably down to about 14, maybe uh, 18 points, uh, not 18, uh, 17 points. I'm thinking, you know, I don't see I don't see a reason why Auburn doesn't get this win. I think that they're just it's so early in the season and the defense, uh, they're a lot more physical which means sometimes maybe they're not as fast. And that's one thing I'd worry about. But Mm -hmm. this early in the season, I I think Auburn's rested enough and they're in football shape enough that they're going to be able to win this one. Okay. I mean, I respect that. Like I said, uh, it's a hard game for me to predict. It's just which one do I trust more in Auburn's offense or Penn State's defense? Uh, I just got to go with the defense because they showed it last weekend against Wisconsin, which is one of the best running uh, teams in the league every year. Old school. Uh, absolutely. But, yeah, I, I say 27-17, but I would not be surprised in the slightest if Auburn ends up winning this game. It's just a hard – it's a, it's a hard game for me to predict. But – I got to go with Penn State on this one. Um, let's see. Let's go to our last game. Uh, Mississippi State versus Memphis. We got to talk about uh, our team, Mississippi State. Uh, 
this past weekend they they helped eased our fears a little bit. I mean, but offense still has much to improve. Uh, they've at times they feel like they're out of sync with each other. It's just something just ain't adding up. They're not consistent. If we can just get consistency on the offense, I think we we should be in good shape this season. But with us going up against Memphis's uh, secondary, uh, their secondary, their passing defense, uh, they almost allowed six hundred yards passing this past weekend uh, against a nobody. So, I and our, I mean, in our defense, we have complete ability to shut down Memphis's offense which is predicated around the run. Um, I think we're well enough uh, prepared to stop that run, uh, which is going to limit their offense. Um, And then it'll give us time to throw the ball on them. And uh, I think we're going to open up the playbook this game. And I'll say it's going to be 35 to 13 state. I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit closer. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in this. I don't know. I, from the LA tech game to this game, uh, do I feel a lot better about our defense? Yes. I feel a lot better about our defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like our defense going against a team like Memphis, that's going to probably rely heavily on the run game. I think I'm expecting good defense and I'm expecting a very good, like we're, we're going to see them pretty much have to do what uh, NC state had to do this past weekend. They're going to mm-hmm. have to throw the ball. That's going to be their only, and they're going to have to throw it deep. Otherwise, that state's defense is doing way better than what I expected it to do mm-hmm. at this point in the year. Uh, now, this is me talking about us going against Memphis. I'll, I'll talk different maybe later on mm-hmm. if we go once we go against another team in the SEC. But uh, one thing I saw that you know I, you don't get to see on TV the way you get to see at the actual game. Our quarterback, he is not throwing inside the hashes. He's not throwing inside very well. Every time uh, a a slot receiver goes in or tight end goes in for a pass, it's like like right where the ball should go, it's probably another three or four feet somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they can do in a week to get ready and practices because this is my thing. Memphis will probably be the one last team that we have on the schedule to get something like this back together, like Mm -hmm. to get the passing game perfected because the defenses are only going to get stronger throughout the rest of this uh, season. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we can see uh, better accuracy inside the numbers. Now, how in the world he was uh, our quarterback is able to throw outside the numbers and just make these perfect, beautiful throws. Oh, it, it's amazing, me. I'm I'm impressed. But Memphis will be a very physical game. To me, it's going to be very ball dominant as well. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be probably. I, I think it's going to be very close. I'm really thinking it's 
maybe going to be 18 to 21 state. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, but yeah, we we just want to do a little brief preview of week three because there wasn't much games to really pinpoint uh, this week except for these three. So uh, we just want to give y'all that so y'all wouldn't be deprived of our content. Uh, but Dylan, you have anything to uh, say before we wrap up? Oh, yeah, Hill State. I hope everybody else had a good weekend like me. <laughs> All right. Uh, is the immortal words of a wise man. Hell State and go to Hell Ole Miss. <laughs>